0: Hey, what's up, guys? This is Jeremy once again with a. I think this is the sixth episode of of Irrelevant. Uh, I think we missed one because uh, Matt Hillock was being a jerk, so uh, that was that happened. Um, but uh, today, here today, I'm actually with uh, Aaron James Kuhn, who happens to be in, uh, in in Europe at the moment on his honeymoon, and he uh, he took some time out of his day to uh, to do this, or out of his night. Apparently, right now I'm looking at it, and he's he's kind of walking around at night. So. Uh, but yeah, hey, what's up, Aaron? Uh, yo, so tell me a little bit about yourself.
1: Hey, um, so I'm Aaron James Kuhn. Um, I work for a company called The Factory NYC, which is a set fabrication company based in Brooklyn. Um, mm-hmm. It's run by the artist uh, Paul Outlaw and his partner, Louis Hinnan. And... Um, as far as my own personal work goes, I make uh, work surrounding the idea of um, fictional artists. So I have actually like a, a large team of fictional artists that I founded a collective with, and they, they all have their own bodies of work. They all have their own bodies of work and uh, different practices and idiosyncrasies and personalities and... It's called the Aaron Kuhn Persona Collective, and, um, yeah, you can check us out on uh, Facebook just if you search Aaron Kuhn, uh, K-U-H-A.
0: And we got kicked off. Uh, Well, let's uh, let's connect again and see what happens this time. Uh, He's walking around in, like, Ireland or something, so... uh, Yeah, it's probably, probably disconnecting a lot. Uh...
1: Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Yeah, sorry about that. I I didn't realize how low my phone battery was.
0: (laughs) No, it's totally cool.
1: I'm trying to figure out a way to position my phone on the table here. All right, we didn't bring laptops
0: oh okay so i thought you did yeah. that's why i was assuming skype so i probably should have just gone with facetime <laughs> oh it's
1: it's fine i i need to get out of the stone age anyway and get you know setting up a uh, skype account will do me good I us just call it spike
0: spike account <laughs> <laughs> yeah. cool so yeah you were saying uh you were saying your your face like how to find you on facebook i didn't want to cut you off on that part that's kind of important
1: Oh, sure. It's um, it's just the Aaron Kuhn Persona Collective. There's uh, a group. There's a bunch of videos with zero likes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the last time I tried to promote this on a podcast, it was, um, I said this the same thing, and I don't think the like count has changed since then. <laughs> so I couldn't... <laughs> You you could join me in this uh, in in the mission to stay at zero likes, or you could go and you know uh, watch the videos and like, comment, share, whatever, you know the whole social media promotion thing. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, there's there's about twenty. 19 or 20 different um personalities that i've made work under some of them are sort of put to rest and some of them are active now um the most prolific of which are wiley nash who's sort of a pennsylvania folk artist um and then the a sub collective that i call the painters group 2014 and that is timothy bart Greg and Rex, and um, they are all millennials living in New York, making uh, two-dimensional work. Got it. And uh, video as well. There's and it's it's all and there's a feature film in the works that probably won't get finished (laughs) um, anytime soon because I just keep. Yeah, (laughs) it's not. Yeah, exactly. It's not (laughs) under my control. (laughs) Um, the, the, I, I, I keep writing just more script, uh, before having, you know, finished filming the, the stuff I've already written. So it's kind of like this Sisyphean, um, like joke, (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: but a movie's coming out, um, sometime. (laughs)
0: eventually there will be a movie out from your subcollective from
1: painters group 2014 oh actually that's from the uh the the collective as a whole oh got it okay collective as a whole is gonna put together and there's a um there's a critic as well who works with the collective he's not necessarily officially a member Hmm. of the collective but he um works exclusively on uh writing and sort of criticism about the work of the collective okay um so yeah yeah i mean those those videos are actually on youtube now that i think about it and if you uh search aaron kuhn persona collective on youtube there's a whole cache of videos there as well um so yeah sorry i'm not uh really used to promoting uh, i don't
0: know <laughs> no you're, you're totally fine and that that's that's definitely good i was also definitely going to give you time at the end to do it too so you just did it now so now we just have more time to talk about never being able to sleep so i mean that's pretty good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no that's cool so so uh so i'm glad to see that you're still doing stuff uh post cooper which is always a good thing um you know, I know uh, I know many people that that leave school settings and they hate themselves afterwards. So, uh.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I haven't done much recent. I mean, like for the last year, it's sort of been uh like a work, like a like job stuff all the time, kind yeah. of like freelancing and running around doing stuff. Yeah. But the good thing is, I work for a set fabricator, so. Um, I'm kind of like constantly learning skills about like how to make stuff. So like, I've got a cabinets project related to the collective that I want to do. Um, you know, like make a cabinet that like a cabinet of curiosities for each, uh, each uh, member of the collective. Okay. So anyway, that's so, but yeah.
0: Nice. No, that's pretty cool. Okay. (laughs)
1: Plans are what, you know, plans are plans.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, yeah, I, honestly, I've been working, like, it sucks, but I've been working for the past, what, like, like almost three years now, where it's like, I've, I've been doing projects and been working on things and trying to find ways to, to, to do more work, like, art stuff, but most of it's usually just me working a really boring 40-hour-a-week job.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally, Yeah. Uh, Yeah, leading up to the wedding I tried to turn those into like 60 or 80 hour weeks as often as I could which they'll let you do (laughs) If you find the right
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean the good thing is that you get a lot more money doing that unless you're working under the under the table But it's like at the same time. It's still uh, it's still a lot of it's a lot of time You're spending on that. You're like wasting your life doing this, but it's like you got to do it to live
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the sick joke of it is when you hit like when you hit like 70 hours a week or like in a certain amount of out, like I even did like 40 hours one week and then like 90 the next week. Yeah. So the that's one pay period. Right. So it's two weeks, the 40 hour. So it all gets taxed at the same rate. Yeah. And they project it as if like the whole year you're making money at that rate. Uh and so like so like 50, whatever, however much money in that pay period times 52 is the bracket or something. I think that's how it works. Because anyway, they took out like so like the rate of taxation was so much higher that it was like like there's some point at which like this weird Goldilocks zone where it kind of until you hit like like 20 more additional hours than this other one. It's like, you might as well have not worked those extra hours because oh, it's you, like- Are you, are you, are you on like- It's like a W2. It is freelance, but it's like, I don't know.
0: Well, no, I guess I'm asking like, uh, cause, cause you're saying like golden hour. Like, are you on like, uh, are you almost on like uh like a, uh, what do you call it? Like, um, like SAG after rates?
1: Like uh, overtime rates?
0: Well, like, cause like, you know, SAG-AFTRA, like the, you know, like the Actors Union, like they, uh, like after like like, 12 hours, they hit golden hour, which is like, and like their days pay every hour that they work after 12 hours, basically. And it's like, um, it's absurd. (laughs) It's
1: like that. Uh, but it's not that my roommate works on some of those shoots sometimes. And, uh, so I've heard of that. But no, it's like, it's just this, like, if I did the math, I could probably, if I like obsessed about it enough, I could probably do the math and figure it out. It's like the tax, like, it's like this one point where the tax bracket shifts, but you, but you're just like at the very bottom of that next tax bracket. So like, unless you're like, it made a, a big difference when I did the, um, Fucking, there was once where there was like a 140-hour pay period, like for two weeks,
0: Okay. and then
1: that like, that was, it was like worth it to like uh, have,
0: okay.
1: you know, like they, it was, actually it was like, at that paycheck, they took out $666 in local, state, and federal taxes.
0: <laughs> wow, that's, te- yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's a, that's a terrible amount of money, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah
0: nice um yeah nice okay so so uh so no that's that's interesting um but uh but yeah so i i know one of the things that we uh that we planned to originally talk about was uh was uh you know whether you want, you want to call it insomnia or not sleeping or just just overly being preoccupied while you're trying to or supposed to be sleeping whatever you want to call it and um that's that's yeah. actually a pr- that's actually a pretty frequent thing in my life where like like I'll find myself coming home from my job. I, I right now I work as a software developer and um, I'm a, like, I come home and I'm just like binge watching some terrible Netflix thing. And then before I know it, it's like, it's like four in the morning and I'm like, wait a second, wait a second. How did this even happen? And it's just my, my brain. And I think it's because of Cooper, my brain has been like, has, has permanently been stuck in always going to bed. Like when it's about to get light.
1: Like, like uh, sun sunrise, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, I was, I kind of was that way before even going to Cooper too, but Cooper sort of normalizes that behavior. When I did that in high school, it was like really freakish.
0: Yeah. You're like, like, whoa, I'm
1: staying up. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like up at five and like (laughs) high school starts at seven. (laughs) Um, but uh, yeah, I've always suffered from insomnia. It's really kind of um, kind of awful. Um, <laughs> but what one thing I, I sometimes try and do is, like, count my breaths in um, patterns. Like, count it up to ten and then start over at one and, like, just breathe normally. Don't, like, you know, don't, like, breathe like you're counting your breaths. But, like... Um, That, so then that, like, worked until, like, all, about a year ago. That's, like, stopped working. Like, that worked in, like, emergencies when I was, like, whoa. Like, I'm, like, wired. I'm not going to get to sleep. It's, like, two in the morning, Hmm. whatever. But then it just, like, stopped working. And I'm, like, still counting my breaths with my eyes closed at four in the morning.
0: Hmm. And it's, like, because I started
1: focusing on counting too much, and, um, so I started, I started doing just up to five instead of 10. Yeah. And that, that, that actually made a big difference. Cause I think seven actually is the one that fucks you up. Cause it's a, it's two syllables. So you actually like, like you counting in your head, like saying seven to yourself takes a little bit more mental energy than like, yeah. just one it's, five.
0: It's like saying a you word I mean? versus just counting. It's like, you actually have to say that yeah. word. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's like, exactly,
1: it's like a word
0: instead of just
1: like, you know, a number. Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: Huh. Like, because I'm not, I actually, in my head, I guess some people probably just see the number in their head as they're counting. But Mm. I actually, like, say it in my head when I'm counting. And
0: does that Um, actually help you, does that actually help you sleep?
1: Yeah, well, because it's just completely mindless. So eventually you just drift off. Um, other things. I mean, there's like, you know, like you could warm milk never helped. Nope., uh, but, it's, it <laughs> but it is delicious. but
0: it is delicious, but it doesn't help me do anything I need to actually do.
1: <laughs> I never regret it, you know. Yeah., uh, um, what else? Uh, I used to do, I used to try to do like uh, Benadryl, but then once, because uh, I was a really dumb kid, me and my friends read on the internet that if you overdose on Benadryl, then you'll um, go into sort of like a dementia style hallucination.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and it's true, and it's not fun.
0: No, it's um, not. <laughs> <laughs> I know I experience with that, so I, I totally understand. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The internet was like all about it in like two, whatever, like 2008 or something. It was like nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, nothing but like Benadryl, whatever. There was whole like forums and shit. Um,
0: Well, you know what's actually interesting (laughs) is that is that when I uh, so when I uh, you know part of that part of the college years I had I had a prescription of Adderall, which is probably the worst thing I've ever gotten in my entire life. It was a big mistake, but. uh, but at that time, I wasn't thinking that. Now I'm like, oh, all my teeth are ruined, and oh, I developed really unhealthy patterns in my life because of these pills. Um, and so, so it's uh, so I've since obviously stopped that, you know, years and you know, years ago. But uh, what, what ended up happening was the fallout of Adderall was like I couldn't sleep because you know I'd be I'd be working straight with Adderall for like three days and realize I didn't I didn't go to bed, but then like I'd fall asleep and then I wouldn't be able to sleep at any other time, and so. What I did with to counteract that was I would take Benadryl. And so I de- right after the the Adderall situation, I then developed like an like a Benadryl dependency for like 4 years. And then oh, okay. I <laughs> yeah, and then I tried to combat the ben- the Benadryl dependency by drinking myself to sleep. And now I'm yeah. at this, yeah. And now I'm at this part where I'm like, and I like maybe a couple months ago I, I came to the realization like, uh, like I just turned thirty one, so I'm like I like this stuff hurts my body now. I I, I can't sleep by oh, yeah. drinking, you know. So like now yeah. I'm like actually have to like do natural things to sleep.
1: <laughs> oh wow, I thought that we brought beer to the Airbnb. But I guess we never took it out of the suitcase, but there was one in the fridge. <laughs> and I'm going to help myself to it. What is um, it called? Oh, it's uh O'Hara's Irish Red traditional Ooh. ale, craft brewed in Ireland. Fancy. <laughs> I've never heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, they like there's a lot of like I I've seen more craft breweries just in the last like just at bars on tap in the last like five days than I've ever heard of in my whole life wow um yeah they love beer here I mean (laughs) um and yeah I had I had Jameson and I actually liked it I think it's like fresher here (laughs) okay you know um yeah, Guinness is drinkable even after the fourth or fifth. You, know? <laughs> you don't get
0: weighed down by <laughs> cement in your stomach. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like I don't know what it, what they do. I think that it, there's there's somebody was telling me that they're in their tap system. They have a a bartender here was telling me they have um, these little this little nit- nitrogen mechanism thing in there yeah. that. Uh, it, that they use to uh, carbonate it or so. I, I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I like, I think a, I think a nitro because there are like in San Diego. Uh, you know, currently where I'm at, unlike New York, is like a really big craft brewery place. And so everywhere I go, people are like, "Oh, we have a nitro tap," and I'm like. Okay. Okay. Whatever. I mean, it's beer, right? (laughs) Right. And so, like, but apparently, yeah. What it does is that, like, it injects nitrous or or oxygen or something into the beer as it pours, and you're like, you get an airier, fresher taste. But it's like, who knows if that's actually true? It's like you can't. I don't. I don't need to drink wine out of a sifter. I can drink it out of anything, and it tastes like fucking wine. But who knows?
1: (laughs) Well, it it does. It is like lighter. It that's what I sort of noticed. It's like not as like thick
0: okay. like in
1: like but it's still um but so i mean that just makes me think what there's more air in my beer like
0: (laughs) am i getting less beer (laughs) yeah (laughs) am i getting what what are you ripping me off you giving me see you giving me uh, air i don't need no fucking air i'll go outside what do you what do you want from me Huh? (laughs) yeah (laughs) What? (laughs) why
1: an american in ireland <laughs> yeah
0: yeah like like the minute you say anything like that's that's what i'm weird about going to like those places like like I, i'd love to go to some like european countries i've been i've only been to japan but it's like um any of those places it's like i don't want to raise my voice because i i those people are known to fight people yeah. and i was like the minute i do something i'm like oh excuse me i'm sorry i didn't mean it in an offensive way <laughs> yeah,
1: totally yeah i mean they it, i think that so what what happened what, what were we talking about I uh, this I met this guy who's like totally just like a guy from around town. He's <laughs> like, uh, like this, you know. And Cork is a much smaller town than Dublin, so the okay. it was like, you know. So I just met this guy. He's like a normal like blue collar guy, and um, <laughs> he. Uh, so so a side note is that he actually thought me and um, Joanna, my wife, were um, students at like the the Cork community college like okay. foreign student, um doing a sociology project to see how long they could have a conversation with an irish local <laughs> um, <laughs> wow, that I awesome. was, yeah i was like i was fucking with him after we were leaving i was like i'll send you your results tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> it was like, but he uh, he was talking about this sport that they play called hurling and he was like the friendliest guy he was like talking and talking and talking and telling us all this sort of stuff and talking about hurling and I was like oh I've never heard of that how do you play? And he got immediately silent whoa <laughs> like, like silent as the grave and just like started watching the TV it was like a soccer match on and he just like was watching
0: oh, he's like he just didn't get he didn't give a shit anymore. <laughs>
1: He's just like, he, it was, it, yeah, he was just like ghosting that question. He, and then all night long, and then he like, after a moment of silence, he turned back and he was like, no, but seriously, like, what do you guys want to do while you're here? <laughs> and, he, and then I tried to ask him later, like, what is hurling? Like, yeah. how do you play? And he was like, you just like, what? why don't you tell me how to play baseball, huh? <laughs> Basically is what he said. Yeah. I wish I couldn't do if I tried, but, got it. um,
0: <laughs> that's really, that's really funny. Wow. Okay. So yeah, like, and that's what I'm worried about. Like going somewhere <clears throat> and saying something, you know, and then it's like, oh my God, I screwed up. <laughs> yeah.
1: Where was I going with that? Oh yeah. So that was my only, but besides that, um, everybody is like incredibly friendly, like shockingly friendly okay everybody's extremely friendly the dutch were not it was amsterdam feels sort of like more like what i imagine new york city feels like for tourists as far as interacting with the locals it's like they're not necessarily assholes but they're sort of cold yeah in amsterdam but um, in Ireland, everybody's like animated and really talking to you and sort of like, I guess there's the conversational- uh, Hold on one
0: second. I... Hold on one second, yeah. um, You might have to backtrack a second. Uh, try talking again. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, you're good. Sorry about that. My, I got this weird lion sound in my, in my uh, Skype, but anyway, keep going.
1: Oh, well, they're just really friendly.
0: Yeah, Irish. <laughs> True. Well, so and that's you my, That's it, my that's my hot take. That's my hot take on Ireland. <laughs> so, so you were saying that uh, that you were you were just in Amsterdam, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Speaking of sleeping, that's one
0: thing that. Uh, I was gonna say, how is it? How did you sleep there?
1: <laughs> I slept fantastically there. We actually oh, okay. Airbnb'd a uh, a houseboat. Um, so we were staying, instead of a hotel, we were staying on this, um, this houseboat that we found on Airbnb and it was just like rocking you to sleep with the waves and that was great. So that's like rare though, when you find those sorts of situations of like sleep situations, like camping is easy, I find, and like sort of meditative things like that. But, um, but also... Amsterdam happens to have like really incredible hash and weed and uh, also coffee, like a lot of coffee. But I so I would usually have a rule not to drink coffee after two because I don't sleep very well. But
0: wait, wait two, two in the, the morning or two in the afternoon? In the afternoon, in the afternoon. Because okay. I, because All right. I was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, like what the hell? <laughs> right. Um,
1: Fourteen, as yeah. they call it. Um, got it. <laughs> and, and, it was, but, but the, the weed is so strong in Amsterdam that you could, you know, as long as you smoke some of it after coffee, it doesn't matter when you have coffee. And that's something that I've always done to, uh, hmm. to help myself sleep basically from, you know, a relatively young age until now is, uh, use cannabis, uh, and different cannabis products to help myself sleep. And that sometimes backfires, but you just kind of have to know what the, uh, you just kind of have to know what the, what it's like that you're, that you got.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And like, and like, see, I actually, in San Diego, we, I got these cool pens now that have just like, it's like a hundred percent THC.
1: Sweet.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so it's like like cuz I I got the first the minute I came out here I got a medical I got a medical card and uh you know I, I went into the place to get the medical card and the doctor was like he's it's like this old looking like Bernie Sanders dude and he like it's like this door into like this creepy room that was like painted half purple and pink it was like some head shop before it was now a marijuana place and like he sits right. behind a big table <laughs> and he's like oh so you're here for a medical marijuana card are you and I was like yes and he's like, oh, so here's a list of, uh, of uh, current diagnoses that, that are acceptable for medical marijuana. Do you have any of these? And he gives me the list, and I look through it, and I was like, yes. And he's like, okay, so we're going to give you a card. <laughs> and it was like, he didn't ask what it was. He didn't ask, like, what my problem was or why I needed it. He's just like, do you have one? Yes? Okay, here you go. Yes, I have one. <laughs>
1: yes. Like what? So what are some examples? On like I imagine like what like back pain, anxiety, uh, yeah, like uh, insomnia, and headaches. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like what? Honestly, like my what I was what I was planning on saying to him if I if I needed to give him an example. My goal was to say, uh, and now this is where the, the NSA is going to come after me, but uh, the uh, they're, they're like, uh, you know, I, I was planning on saying, look, I had a dependency on Adderall for a while and I can't sleep. And I've heard that marijuana helps you sleep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a medical yeah. truth about your life. That, Absolutely. You know, I think that's, ex- yeah.
0: Um, and it, it does, it does help me sleep. Like, like I stopped, I, I, I've stopped almost, I mean, I know I'm trading drugs for drugs, but, uh, but I've stopped like everything from weed, like alcohol and pills to be able to like, you know, take one hit of this and I sleep at night. And so it's like, it's pretty good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty good. I mean, it's, that's, so my sister-in-law makes this stuff, um, up in Massachusetts. That's like really Really good, and because she's actually mm-hmm. uh, she's a professional herbologist anyway. Like with uh, other oh, cool. herbs besides other uh, plants besides we <laughs> yeah, other yeah. other plants, and so she can she knows how to make like professional tinctures out of like mm-hmm. so people want you know uh, homeopathic remedies, and so she'll make something out of different plants that she has um, suspended in alcohol and you just take a drop with your food or whatever. But I, what I do is I wow. take a big dropper full of this shit and I stick it in like a beer or a Coca-Cola and I'll, I'll just like be sleeping like a baby two hours later. It's ridiculous. Um, really? as long as I don't start watching a movie or something. Yeah. Yeah. Cause
0: then you want to Screens stay out, right? <laughs> like
1: flashing lights and screens.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that'll, that'll, uh, that'll keep me up definitely like light, um, anything really like I, it's my ability to stay awake is very strong. Also my ability to stay asleep. Like it's very difficult to wake up sometimes. Um, hmm. just convincing myself that it's like worth it <laughs> to just like wake up. Like, cause it just feels so much better not to wake up. That's absolutely true. <laughs> so it's sort of like, <laughs> Daily weighing the scales of like, well, I could get fired, or I could get out of bed. Which one sounds <laughs> worse?
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, which one? Which one sounds like a better a better opportunity? And most of the time, I would probably choose staying in bed, um, given my experience with jobs. But uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and that's actually I like I. Not that often, but I have actually chosen, just chosen staying in bed. And, like, once I finally got out of bed, I was like, God, what was I thinking? And I'm, like, rushing to work, and it's, like, a nightmare. And it's, like, you know, probably my second or third strike at this place where the people don't even really like me working for them all that much anyway. And then, like, oh, man. and, you know. So, but that, I, I think that's happened maybe like, like a, a, do, a solid dozen times where I've just like actively been like, you know what? No, I'm not going to wake up because fuck that. <laughs> but, um, but. Recently, I've I, so I, I don't know if this is just like cockamamie, like um, uh, consumer psychiatry or whatever you call it, but um, my friend told me uh, that it uh, it takes 27 days straight of doing the same routine to make a to make it habitual, and then it I takes 90 days. Yeah, but then, but then, ninety days turns it into a lifestyle. So okay. like, like okay. that now, after ninety days, like you're that guy. Like you, like like you're uh... that guy who just gets up at six in the morning every day. Uh, you're that guy who like gets home and like does that productive thing for like three hours before fucking off to go do like Netflix. Um, yeah, and. So I haven't hit 90 days that's my problem though. Is I I I don't think I've hit 90 straight days of doing that yet mm-hmm. and like without, okay. you know, just having a weekend yeah <laughs> of like waking up at 2 in the afternoon.
0: Well that's that's the thing like um, when you're when you're working, do you do you end up uh like like uh, when you're working like 5 days a week, I imagine like uh on the weekends do you wake up at the same time or are you at 2 in the afternoon?
1: Um well, actually, so this is what my weekends have looked like recently is that they come every like 17 days and they only last one day. And then I go back to work. Because <laughs> what they do is so they're on like a, a, a six day schedule. I'm on like uh, like uh two weeks on, one day off schedule. Well, what it is oh, is they. Geez come to me and they say, like literally the day before, or well, so it's like freelance, but not freelance, sort of. Um, Like they say, send us your weekly availability, like for the next week or like, you know, if, if somebody's asked you specifically, you could send them your availability for like the next couple months. And then at literally every day if they want you to work tomorrow, they'll ask you if you're available to work tomorrow, and you can always say no. Like you'd be like, "No, I'm gonna stay home and masturbate and yeah. watch old uh, or like listen to Kiss," you know. <laughs> For I'm instance. gonna stay home,
0: and masturbate, and listen to Kiss. <laughs> I like that. I, I need to start doing that. <laughs> I can't. I can't come to work.
1: Um, but so I, I, uh, (laughs) just got into the habit of just saying, yes, I'm available. Um, Mm. and then, uh, and then you just sort of like, without realizing it, you're like, oh shit, like I've been working for like 14 days or like 20 days or like whatever. And like busy season means that if you're working, any day it's probably a 12 hour day um hmm. and if it's not then it's like more like we did this we did a 19 hour day and an 18 hour day and that those were like really shocking like by the end of it it was like that was that was shocking um hmm. and uh and it's kind of fun in this sort of like twisted way too kind of like yes. masochistic way it's like Which I think is a thing, too, like, just like, you know, just like smoking reefer and drinking beer or whatever. It's like kind of gets addictive to Hmm. to work. But then a certain point and my foreman can always recognize this in me and he'll say um, he'll say, I think you need a day off tomorrow, Aaron. And it'll be after I've like cussed somebody out and i never get like aggressive with anybody i'm like uh, you know I'm, I'm like i'm like the annoying nice guy at work who's like too talkative mm-hmm. um so i like cuss somebody out and 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 like it but it's no big deal or anything but he's like dude like you're like not usually grumpy so why don't you just take a day off all right like i'll call yeah, you i'll call you're you high
0: tomorrow <laughs> time to go home your job's safe Like <laughs> time to go home <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> yeah like I because and, and he gets it. I mean he'll take one day off a week. that's what he does. He does and, he, and on that day he you know drinks like a fish and like goes to strip clubs and like has a good old time but then like he's back at work And so it's a strange culture that I, I um, or it's not strange but it's like like, um, developed this work culture of, like, like, work ethic, and, yeah. um, and it, I, my, uh, stance on it is that it's this, like, work ethic game that we, like, sort of play with each other, and, like, kind of secretly are competitive about. It's like, dude, like, like, humble brag, or it's not humble bragging, it's, uh, complain bragging, about, like, yeah. your 15-hour day, and then your co like, oh, dude, we did 18 hours. And it's like, well, oh, dude, I haven't had a day off in fucking, like, three weeks. And there's guys there who, like, haven't had a day off in, like, four months. Um, or it's like, yeah, Max, I think, is the one who, he's, like, been consistently, like, two months on, one day off for, like, like more, like almost half a year now, which means right. he's had like three days off in the last six months, yeah. <laughs> yeah. which is like, which is insane. So I kind of like stopped huh. playing the complain brag game because it kind of it's a little sick, to be honest. The complain yeah. brag game I agree. about. How
0: I've done it too, so I understand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but sleep gets interesting in that sort of situation because if so say you get to work at seven in the morning that means that you I that for me that means I have to wake up at five if I want to take a shower and like have a morning um and say the night before I probably like worked until like nine right and then I get home and then I like get to sleep by like midnight if I'm being really good which is like, yeah. like so. so let's say probably like one in the morning, um, conservatively, and then I wake up at five, and then I get to work at. So not with st- like, okay, we're not looking at that night of sleep though. We're gonna we're projecting forward. Um, Got it. I think about this a lot actually. <laughs> so, I get to work at seven. We. Get in the truck and drive to like upstate New York. This was a day we did, and then we do an okay. installation up there for Zwarowski. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say who, but it was it was a big commercial a that company. they were shooting. <laughs> yeah, I just said who. I just said who, but he <laughs> <laughs> <You> did just <laughs> you could, like bleep you it out or whatever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but. Um, so <laughs> don't worry, I'll leave it out uh, so you don't
0: get in trouble.
1: <laughs> we, yeah, I don't know how much it matters. I think it is in my contract, but we get Just we get up there safe, and we yeah. do this big installation. There's like a million different problems that we have to think of solutions for, like on the spot and we like do it. it's like a really frantic day and we get a lunch break at around three in the afternoon. So we got there at like nine or eight or nine and started working. We went until three and then we keep going after lunch until, uh, we, uh shit dude, it was forever. <laughs> it was like- It was just a long time. It's okay, it's like whatever 7 a.m. plus 18 hours is. What's that? 7
0: a.m. plus 18 uh, seven, hours. That it, is
1: it was, uh, one in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then we drove back to Brooklyn, and I was driving the truck. <laughs> so that was oh my god, <laughs> no. <laughs> actually, <clears throat> there was two two trucks, and Horace was driving one. And I was driving the other, and Horace actually was lead, sort of leading. I was just following him, and. Um, two different people cut him off in like really dangerous ways at like the last minute oh, no. one of them was this and they were both on exit ramps and one of them was a sports car who just who was on his right hand side as he, they're both going on to the exit ramp like this the sports car suddenly changed like oh shit i'm on an exit ramp i don't want to be here and like zooms out in front of him back onto the highway and and so horace just like we were like watching it from you know like whatever 20 yards behind him (laughs) and yeah uh he just slams on the brakes and and then just keeps going and then the second time it happened it was a tractor trailer like an 18-wheeler and we were just in little trucks like little box yeah. trucks, like 20 foot trucks. And he was in a truck, like an 18 wheeler. And he's like, oh shit, I'm on an exit. I don't want to be, it was actually an MTA truck that did it. That
0: is the most irresponsible uh, <laughs> thing
1: ever. <and laughs> yeah, yeah, these are transit guys, right? These are like, tr- yeah, like yeah. you know? <laughs> so that did the exact same thing. We got back to the shop, Horace was like, did you see those two assholes? <laughs> We were like, yeah, dude, you almost died.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you almost, you almost killed us too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh no, we were it was sort of, uh, kind of like, um, what do you call it? What did we call it at Cooper? Um, the uh, uh, it was sublime, right? Because we were actually a safe <laughs> distance away, where it was just incredible. Yeah. We were like, holy sh. It, it wasn't actually scary. Oh, I was scared for boys yeah, a, yeah. a little. Like in the moment, it's just like, whoa. And then it kicks in. You're like, holy shit, that could have been really bad. Yeah. But yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah it absolutely. was, it's, it's surreal. So this is like a long winded lead up to um, the <laughs> sleep uh, that I got that night because they send yeah. us our crew calls uh, by email. So I got mine around. Um, I mean, my phone died halfway through the day, so I didn't even read it until we got back in the truck and I was charging my phone. And it was like, I was supposed to be there at. So, It just seemed ridiculous. It actually was just nine. It was like a normal, supposed to be a normal work day. But it was like, yeah. dude, I just did, because we, you know, you asked. Act- 18, we were like back by 9, uh, back by 2 in the morning or something, like whatever yeah. it was. And then I had to like drive home, get home around like 3 in the morning and try and find parking in my neighborhood at 3 in the morning. And my neighborhood's like a re- really residential and like everybody drives so that it's all parked mm-hmm. up by 3 in the morning. And I would drive yeah. around for a fucking an hour. Trying to find parking, get to bed, like fall into bed with my shoes on, at four, <laughs> in the morning, and uh, just text my boss and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna be a little late. I'll, I'll, uh, I'm just gonna be late tomorrow. I just will." And then I like turned off my phone, and the like after image of the glow of my phone was just like lingered in my vision for just long enough that I was like suddenly snapped back into like alertness mode just because I was looking at my phone for like three seconds and I was just like fuck now I'm awake man and like (laughs) so I, I took off my shoes I took a shower and I, like, just tried to, like, I just kept trying to think about how much work I had just done that day and, like, try and be tired again. And it, yeah. was, it was just, like, really difficult. And I, I eventually I did it, but I ended up being more late than I thought I was going to be. Because I, I figure I probably got to sleep at, like, 6 in the morning or something. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, like, it's, like, the one thing that makes it Unfeasible that this, like, whatever this, like, the way that I live, it's like the work is a lot, but like it could work as long as yeah. I could just switch off and sleep.
0: Makes sense.
1: So that's sort of the thing that gets in the way, yeah, in my mind. I mean, yes. I suppose yeah. that, like, if I could make the same amount of money working 40 hours a week as I do working 70 hours a week, then that would be the thing that fixed it too. And then I could just have sleep problems.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Then you could be an average person with sleep issues. (laughs) Right now you don't have the luxury of having real issues. You have issues that are required of you to have to survive. (laughs) Yeah, right. <laughs> it's not officially first world problems, it's like two and a half world problems.
1: <laughs> it's close though. I mean, it's like, I think I think it's like more and more of the first world is starting to feel this way though. I don't think I'm yeah. unique. So that's my no, no, no. for the-
0: Yeah, no, I think that's, <laughs> that's a standard thing with politics today, right? Uh, everybody, uh, because of our current situation, we're all working shitty situations. oh yeah yeah but it's like uh what
1: if you're a millennial sorry oh sorry
0: no no it's cool you have like a little lag you have like a like a five second lag so it's hard for me to not talk over you uh but uh i was gonna say uh my uh you know for for one of my uh for yeah see you just said really and i didn't even hear it till just now (laughs) Uh, but uh but I have a, I have a dog that—I that, uh, have a dog, and um her name is Mira. She's a Jack Russell Pit mix. And I, I got her in New York, and then when I moved out here, um she always has to pee in the morning. And so she usually, in New York, would wake me up at 9 o'clock. And um, she doesn't know time zones, so now every day she wakes me up at 6 o'clock in the morning. And it's like—it's the perfect alarm clock because she's like, Oh, get up. You gotta go, or I'm gonna piss all over the house. And um, it's, it's the best way to wake up, because I'm like, I don't want you to piss in my house, so I'm going to have to, you know, take you out. Yeah. But that's my extent of of waking that's up. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, yeah, I, it's, it gets easier as, uh, as I sort of, um, or it, it got easier as I got more into the lifestyle of, like, Um, of just having a work schedule. Um, and, uh, but I, it's, then I went on, you know, then I got married and I took two weeks vacation and I went on my honeymoon and like, and I, you know, I imagine it'll be a little bit difficult to slip back in, you know, seamlessly into the, into the grind. But I mean, Even on my honeymoon, even on vacation. Last night, I couldn't get to sleep until 7 in the morning. And I'm just, like, sitting there, just, like, scrolling through Facebook, you know? Oh,
0: so you guys aren't even, like, like, out doing something. You're just sitting there waiting around.
1: (laughs) I'm just, like, yeah, I'm trying to sleep. We got in at, like, two weeks. Actually, we saw this really great show. It was, like, this band. Um, I think everybody should look them up. Uh, it's called Vernon Jane, um, and they're like this Irish band. They're like doing this crazy, cool. They're like an eight-piece band with a trumpet and saxophone and two two drummers. And they're like really intense and like really slow sometimes. And then it's like it's just like really good. And so we saw them, and I had like six whiskeys. You know, I was figuring I was going to sleep like a baby because we were, like, dancing and drinking. And and I was just up. I was, like, up until I was sober. And then I was, like, up for, like, three more hours past that. Uh, you know, like...
0: <laughs> so, was your wife sleeping so, at <laughs> It's <laughs> like... Yeah, my wife
1: was sleeping like a baby. She was, you know, fine. She woke up and she was like, oh, I'm sorry, you can't sleep. And I was like, yeah, it sucks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, it sucks for you. I'm glad I'm not that person. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, like I'm trying to think, like, has there even been, like, the, you know, most of the time that I've ever, like, stayed awake, it's usually because, like, I was working on something and it's like, I'd be working on it at like 11 and then I get it done and it's six in the morning and I'm like, oh shit, okay, I've been awake. But that that's really the extent of my staying up really, really late. Um, I i used to go out and do things really late, but like I, once I turned like 26, I was like, I'm starting to get over that. So most of it was just me like working on something in my house.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I... I um... I stopped having, uh, much of a social life, uh, in like the last two year or two. Hmm. I think you have a, uh, my policy is that people have a pretty good chance of like seeing me if they'd like to, if they come over. Um, yeah.
0: You know, (laughs) if they come to your house, (laughs) they'll see you. I mean,
1: yeah, I'll be there. Like I I don't usually (laughs)
0: leave. (laughs) Um,
1: yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to be a dick about it. You know, like, I want to see you too. <laughs> I just don't want to see you more than I don't want to leave. Um, so <laughs> that uh, also sort of supports a healthy sleep schedule, you know, if you don't go out at night. Especially in New York, there's so many traps to be out until 2 in the morning, you know, on a Wednesday or whatever. Yeah. Um, but... It's it still catches you, yeah. Like I'll be working on stuff. I, tr- I I I haven't been in my studio in months, but a few months ago I was working on these. Like I think, uh, gosh, I think March. I was working on these uh, these videos for like the whole month, and then I would be in there and like catch myself suddenly realizing that it was four in the morning, um, mm. and then go to bed but um usually it's just like accidentally like like really trying to sleep and like not just not being able to and like you'll you know just be scrolling on your phone and not be tired that's the thing is like i nine times out of ten i just like intellectually know that i need to sleep i'm not usually very tired i'm just like okay awake i'm just like feeling you know (sighs) so but um and that's kind of like how it's always been i'm just kind of like uh thinking of like just like it's or like yeah i'm not even thinking about anything specifically i'm just like kind of like awake like yeah um hey i actually i wonder could i run and use the john real quick
0: well, actually, what I was gonna say is we're actually back. we're actually getting getting towards the end because it's usually about an hour and we're pretty much at an hour, so you oh. can actually go to the bathroom as much as you want now. <laughs> but um, but uh, but no, that that's actually interesting. And I'm sorry, I, I was a little less productive as possible. I just we had that that uh, that uh, that five second gap, and so I'm trying to like listen for the right time to interject. But it was a good time talking to you. Um, but uh before uh yeah before we actually go, sorry sorry if I, oh oh no see exactly like, i don't even i can't even i'm like trying to say and you're like oh, bah, bah, bah. so basically what i'm gonna say is um before before i sign off um is there anything that you want to say you want to plug your website anything one more time
1: um no that's all just go ahead and search youtube for uh the aaron coon persona collective and um Facebook for the same thing, Aaron Kuhn persona collective. Um, and, uh, you know, get some sleep because it is just, it's just no way to live otherwise. Um, and yeah, I really appreciate, uh, you having me talk, talk about sleep and, you know, all, all the other things we sort of moseyed into in the conversation. Um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun.
0: Cool man. Well, thank you so much. I definitely appreciate it. Um, nice seeing you again. And uh, once again, everybody, uh, this is a uh, Irre- relevant episode six. Next week, I think is. Uh, I-, I don't know if he's actually gonna do it, but it's Olin's. It's uh, Olin Capri's son. He's a he's a good good friend of mine. Uh, you could just call him Olin. That's probably good enough. Um, he does uh, he does the uh, musical act Violence, and they currently are from LA. I don't know if he's actually going to show up. I don't know if he remembers him saying this, but if not, then we'll, we'll, you will do something. But uh, once again, thanks for tuning in. And Aaron Kuhn, uh, once again, thank you so much for talking to me.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thanks very much.
0: No problem. I'll talk to you soon.